Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And this episode, um, we're going to be talking about Oscars and the Dublin Film Festival. Uh, Which is what we said last week. Yes. Except we're predicting them, now we're reviewing them. Yeah. And comparing. And we didn't do a very good job. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, our predictions were, well, we got one or two right, as you pointed out. But actually, during it, I kind of knew from re-watching clips from the movies... I kind of yeah. knew, no, actually, that one's going to win. And I got them right. Um, At the top, while you were watching yeah, them, as they were being announced. No. Okay. As you, you, they were announcing the nominees, and you're looking at the faces of the people and the clips, and I kind of like, no, actually, that one might yeah. win. I couldn't even remember this fucking list. <laughs> well, I neatly compiled it, so our guess for best cinematography was silence. Yeah. And it was? La La La. But you were delighted with I that. I was. I obviously was. And our guest for original script was Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yeah. Or La La Land, we said. And it was Manchester, Manchester by, by the, the sea. sea. Our best actor, we were convinced, absolutely certainly, definitely, big hair man himself, Andrew Garfield. And it was Casey, Casey Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. We also were sure it was Natalie Portman for best actress. Might be Emma Stone. And so it was Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Yeah. And director, we said, Damien, Damien Chazelle. Chazelle. And we were right. But you did say that it might go the way of The Revenant last year, where it got best director, but not best film. Yeah. I said, and I said, no, that very rarely happens. Hardly ever happens. And it looked almost like I was proven right when La La Land was announced as best winner. And then they and said, then... no, 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 no. Joke's on Mick. <laughs> that was <laughs> your reaction. <laughs> you were watching it live. You were watching I it with was. Mr. Marina Gorski and you were jumping around in delight, you told me. Yeah, because we had a bet. We had a bet. He was so sure Hacksaw Ridge was going to win. Like, come on. And he's the guy that is, all, that is always betting and winning. So I was like, really? You should know better than this. But obviously, he doesn't know cinema. Really. Only I do. <laughs> yeah, clearly by our guesses from last week. Um, so he said Hacksaw Ridge is going to win. I said La La Land. So whoever won... Would give each other 50 quid. So when they announced La La Land, I was fucking happy. I was like, yes, 50 quid in my pocket. And then they were like, no, <laughs> chokes on you, Marina. <laughs> JK lol. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Moonlight. So, which I was happy as well, because I actually want to see it. And when yeah. I saw um, clips from it as well before, when we were predicting it, um, it seems like a very good movie. And even people from our class said, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. And so... Well, this is like... Well, we missed it because of the film festival, which we'll come to later. Because the, all these films... So many good films opened up while we were at the film festival. Yeah. And Moonlight was one of the main ones. Because I definitely wanted to see it as soon as I heard about it. And I was delighted with... I don't know his name. What's his name? Is it the one the difficult pronunciation? of one best Mahershala? supporting actor. Yeah. Mahershala. Like, I've seen him. Um, he's in House of Cards. And other things. He's a yeah. great actor. He's just so compelling... And like as soon as I saw the clip, I said, like, "Oh, I know him." And I it like looks him. so natural when he acts. Yeah, it's just so it. effortless. Like it doesn't seem like someone's really trying to be dramatic. No, he's just so laid back when he, you know, even when it's a very dramatic role, he's just so just looks so effortless when yeah. he does it. So he's empathic as well. Like yeah. you're you're drawn to him. So we're hoping to review that next week. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. So what did you think of the whole? 
fiasco at the end. I kind of liked it. Well, you saw, as I said, you saw it live. Like, I was avoiding it. I saw the highlights. I was avoiding hearing anything about the Oscars as I tried to every week. And then everyone, including yourself, said, you mean you don't know what happened at the end? So, and even on Facebook, you just scan through and you just see photographs of Warren Beatty looking dazed. Yeah. That wasn't his well, that, fault that at was, all. Yeah, that was actually the picture of the night. That yeah. one and the picture of the audience when the mix-up was happening. You could see Meryl Streep's face, like, oh, everyone was... shocked. Yeah, but... um. I thought, to be honest, it was deserved. I just thought, about well, people, chillax, come on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, you're making such a, that, such a huge thing out of this, and it just proves how cinematographers, not cinematographers, but filmmakers are just so self-centered. They're precious. Yeah. Basically, like, oh they've my been God, embarrassed. Yeah, I'm humiliated. I'm taking six Oscars. But, oh, my God, I'm humiliated because I didn't take them. Well, I don't think it was that they didn't win best. Like, they would have been perfectly happy. They would have been sitting in their seats applauding yeah, happily. Yeah, it's just because... Yeah, it's because they were yeah. brought up and went through the whole process of thanking everyone and then suddenly, no, we actually haven't won. Yeah, it's They're the whole Miss Universe thing again. Well, I didn't... I, that's what everyone's talking about. When did that happen? Oh, was it, it was 70s? last year. Oh, it was last year? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something years ago. They said, a Miss oh, Colombia. Yes. And they crowned her and they was like, no, it's actually, I think it was Philippines. And they just take the crown <laughs> off her head and put it... <laughs> I can well imagine... <laughs> And Miss Universe pageant that they're all clapping delightfully. Oh, I'm so happy for her. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want it to be me at all. Yeah, that's real. Well, that's pretty much what happened in this. Yeah, basically, so yeah. It will be remembered forever. People will ask, well, your children will ask you in years to come, what were you doing when La La Land was announced as best film? Can you remember where you I were? I was jumping and dancing because I thought I got 50 quid in my pocket. I now have it on record. And John was laughing so much. Because um, he said, no, I don't have to pay you. <laughs> that, was the, <laughs> that was the highlight for him. Um, so anyway, uh, with that out of the way, we can now talk about the film festival, which yes. I went to see, unfortunately, for films because I had a lot on and because mm. I didn't have a season ticket. So it was quite expensive <laughs> to go to loads of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, I mean, that was, it's only your second festival. Yeah. And you went to one last year. So four times that this year. Yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, moving, it's progress. You know, yes. And you had tickets for some of them. It's just things, as you say, got in the way. Yeah, so. and I couldn't watch them. But how many did you see, Mick? I Doesn't saw. matter. No, I okay. Saw. <laughs> ah, I do all the trouble of going to see 29 films. And I could have seen, I had tickets for 34, but when, like yourself, things got yeah. in the way. But I could have probably seen John's 40. game got in the way, for example. Yes. <laughs> an urgent text. John is playing football. Do you want to come? Or Mr. Marina Gorski is playing the semi-final tomorrow. Do you want to come and watch? <laughs> so, I'm t- okay. Well, I didn't miss a good film for that. But I saw 29 and I really enjoyed it this year. This is one of the best ones for me because even though I saw a lot of crap, as you always do, I saw an awful lot of really good stuff that I didn't know yeah. anything about going in. This is what I love about them. But it was good because you also got to see um, how... Even crap movies go into film festivals. Oh yeah! Like it's a learning thing as well. Like you can see what is good and what is not. Well, particularly and with Irish films, because I mean they'll just show any Irish film a lot of the time, which is fair enough. But some of them are awful. I'm not going to name them because we might have to work with these people at some point. So we mentioned yeah. the good ones. Yeah. And one of the one of the one of the best ones. In fact, I think the best Irish one I saw was the opening one, Maudie, which we Maudie, both saw. Maudie, oh, it was beautiful. <clears throat> and totally unexpected to be that good. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was. I looked. Po- I was positive about it. It looked okay. It had good cast. I said it's not going to be just maudlin Maudie, but I said yeah, but it could be just a bit. 
naff in some way but it was a joy i mean yeah. i loved every minute of it oh it was um, because it was it was clever <laughs> and it was um it had ups and downs so it never got you because it is a sad story and it is a very simple story so if it was done in kind of another way it might have been just a bit boring i agree yeah so i think they did it very well and the whole ethan hawk his character was great i think that mm. kept and he as was well. great as it yeah he was so good and she was amazing like yeah. the the her witty answers to him was just and it was adorable yeah so it's, it was yeah it was and beautiful. it's a true story it's basically it's sally hawkins and ethan hawk as they live in newfoundland in canada and she is she has some sort of arthritis and she decides to work as a housekeeper for him just to get away from her own family and he's this very gruff settled bachelor who's very set in his ways and they're complete opposites who naturally inevitably get on and get together and it was just Beautifully done, very very funny, very very subtle. Well, she's a painter humor. as well, so that's, oh yeah, yeah that's, 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 yeah. that's because that's how this true story. She became a famous painter. Yeah, and it's directed by Ashling Walsh, who hasn't made many films, but they've all been good. The last one I saw of hers was Song for Raggy Boy. You probably wouldn't have seen no, that. No, I haven't. No. Um, and that now that was one of your typical Irish films, and that it's a very tragic, dramatic story about. And children being abused in an orphanage run by Christian Brothers or whatever, like beaten and so on. Yeah. But it was very well done. It was a very compelling film. Um, this is much more lighthearted, uh, but hugely entertaining. And I think yeah. it's coming out soon, so I would very highly recommend that. Not just because it's an Irish film, it's a really good film in itself. Yeah. The other good Irish film I saw, well, there was a few good Irish films, but the other really good one I saw was The Secret Scripture. Which is the Jim Sheridan one. Now our, it's not our great. Our best friend. It's not great film compared to the book because I've read the book and the book is brilliant. Um, but it, it's getting bad reviews um, in America apparently. But I think it's good. It's well done. It's well made. Um, it does rush a lot of it. But is this is this his new film? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, no. I mean, it's not been released, but it was in a in a festival. It got reviewed by Variety and it was a very bad review. And that damns a film. If oh, Variety yes, because I remember when we were at his we Q&A, he mentioned he was doing it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. Vanessa Redgrave is in it. He was talking about working with her. And Aidan Turner. Yes, Aidan Turner is in it briefly. Mm. Um, but the, the, the flaw I would say with the film is because there's so many, the book is full of so many of these revelations from the past and the present and they're all intertwining and they're gradually revealed through the book and they make sense. They're shocking. You say, oh my God, oh my God, and this, and just the history of Ireland at the time. In the film, they're rushed at you and just say, it doesn't sound, it doesn't come across as plausible. And I say, that's what a lot of people are criticizing. Okay. But if you just go because in with that to friend, put too much into the film, Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense yeah. because it's too rushed. Um, but it's still it's a very watchable film Vanessa Redgrave is great in it she's very convincingly Irish so I enjoyed it I'd recommend it when it comes out um, another Irish film that is coming out soon I've just found out today in the IFI is in Loco Parentis which is a documentary about a boarding school a very young children's boarding school primary school and I'd recommend it for you you just everyone would enjoy oh, it oh you so told sweet. us I told you that at the time yeah. when I saw it and so I just say it's a very sweet little documentary to say that but the highlights for me were a film called Paradise, which is a Russian film. I don't know if it's going to get released here, but I went to see it purely because it filled a slot. There was nothing else on. Went to see that. It's a film about the Holocaust. Jesus. The Holocaust. And it's in black and white. And I said, oh, this could be really grim. And it was grim, but it was excellent. Okay. That's all I'm saying that. And the other one was Aquarius, the Brazilian film, which I didn't even know was Brazilian until I saw it starring Sonia Braga. 
and it's coming out so i'd recommend it to you yeah i'm going to go See. watch it but I, I, I i'm going to try to stay away from people talking about it because okay. i've heard stuff and my mother doesn't like it even though she hasn't seen it but she's very against it uh-huh. and i know there are people that are against it because of the whole political reason and the way the actors acted in one of the Both, festivals yeah. yeah but anyway the, i'm gonna try to see it but yeah well, we might discuss it then yeah um, on the podcast yeah. when it comes out so i was actually thinking now you can cut this if you want we could actually discuss tomato red because it's coming out on the march 3rd yeah i, th- I want to see it anyway yeah so well we can just say that, that tomato red was one was a film in the festival that we missed um we just we had planned to go and see it but we just couldn't it just slipped through so but it is coming out from release and yeah. it's an irish film that i want to see and has this week good pedigree. actually i think a it's, few I days think it's, it's yeah. friday i think actually that comes well, out we might do that next week then yeah we do could, we could put it moonlight. in yeah. yeah right that's right you've heard it live deciding what's happening on next week's podcast um so those are two one film that i will say that was I was expecting great things of and turned out to be wonderful and then awful was a film called Their Finest, which is a British film about the making of a propaganda film during the Second World War. And halfway through it, I was enjoying it because I liked this sort of film. And I was thinking, I was just watching, well, this is the sort of film the Brits can make when they don't have um, Richard Curtis around. And your and man appears. Point, no, no, it just it just turned into a Richard Curtis film at that point. It just suddenly said, oh, and he had nothing to do with it, but it was just so cliched sentimental clawing and they've been great for the first half hour just fell apart i'd say that'll get a main release avoid like the plague (laughs) but we did both get to see um on the final day the surprise film yeah oh can i just mention neruda oh yeah of course i forgot we went to see that as well we went to see that my mother went with us and we actually sat only a few rows from none none other than the biggest dote in ireland (laughs) Michael D. Higgins. (laughs) Michael D. Oh, he's adorable, though. I know he's your president and everything, but I mean, he's just so cute. And (laughs) that's not a respectful way of regarding. Apparently, he knew him or had some connection with Neruda himself. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know. Like, I know he's very. President Higgins is very um, supportive of various regimes, if you like, inside. Well, he's very interested in that part of the world and um, he was very involved in Nicaragua and um, Cuba and so on so and he would have been supportive of Neruda in his battle in Chile so I don't know if he actually knew him himself but he certainly is a fan yeah so probably so, why so, he was there well, he and went, he the, went Chilean, the Chilean ambassador was there as well which yeah. I kind of imagine would be I actually said that to my mom I said I think one of the people represent because they normally do go yeah one um what was the film that the other, uh, one of the ambassadors went as well? I can't remember, but there was another film, I think last year or during one of the, um, some uh, some festival even put on by the IFI or something. Right. That one of the ambassadors went. And it's kind of understandable why, because it's their country or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of imagine someone might come. Well, yeah, but I'd say the president was there. Like, it was never announced. Oh, or yeah, yeah. Those people knew, because we heard people talking about it before we came in. That's how we I knew. Didn't, I didn't know. I heard someone going up the aisle and I'm not sure where Higgins has come to see me. I said, Higgins, what the... And then I saw all these reserved seats. I said, oh, my God, it couldn't be. And But it's just... He obviously just heard it was on and said, oh, I'd like to go. Mm. <laughs> went along. 
Um, but yeah, it was a very moving moment for me when it announced police would be upstanding for the president of Ireland. They didn't say that. All, all, they just well, said, they just said president of Ireland. Yeah, and, and then the everyone, microphone went off because that's what I meant to say. But it was just, as I said, very moving moment. Everyone's standing there to attention. And all I can hear from behind me is, oh, he's a dope. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm not with her. I'm not with either of these people. Yeah, so anyway, the film was good. The film was great. It was wonderful. And I didn't, I love Neruda. And, the poet. Uh, yes. And I was very, um, uh, very pleased to see that it was a film made about him who was made by, uh, it was made by the guy who made Jackie. Yeah. So I did, I imagine... Apparently, this guy really likes political films. Um, well, he likes to make films about one incident in people's lives. Yeah, that was the thing as so, well. So yeah, and this part, this part of Neruda's life, I wasn't, and I was never that interested, especially because when I went to see his house, I was about fifteen or so. So it never really occurred to me to, you know, take any research, interest in politics yeah, or anything. Research like that. about his life. I knew he was involved, just to know he was um, persecuted and all that stuff. So yeah, so it was a great film. And I loved it. And Gal Garcia Bernal was amazing as always. Yeah, that was the sort of And he was at again. the Oscars presenting an award yeah, as well. Yeah, and making a political point about Mexico. He was yeah. being Mexican and he's an immigrant. Warrior. He was great. Yeah. Really yeah. Like that. And I think he, did he get a, well, everyone got a standing ovation at some point. There were so many of them, but I think he might have got that I when he said so, that yeah. as well. But um, Alejandro said the same thing last year. He said, this is for all the immigrants. Oh, yeah, but, but it wasn't in the oh, same no, yeah, vein. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, in yeah. the realization, it was, but it's still just as valid. So, Anyway, the it's last film home. we went to, yes. Sorry. I don't know, you were pointing at me. I touched your ass. You were prompting me to no. say, so you just carry on. Go with the flow. So the last Deep film mind. we saw was the surprise film. And it was really a surprise. Because <laughs> at the start, we didn't know it would go the way it went. And John was like yeah. saying. The film itself. Yeah, it John went, was yeah. like, okay, what is this shite? Can we get <laughs> yes, up and leave? And some Mr. People Marina did, Gorski was at this film. And some people actually did get up and leave that early well oh, i'd say point, 15 minutes in because they realized what it wasn't what they hoped yeah because it's very it's full-on kind of racist not racist but it's about that it's about racism yeah. and all that um it's called get out <laughs> and it's actually well as i said we'd never heard of it i yeah. never i knew nothing about it and as you said that you'd never heard of it and no, John never. Hadn't. so even within the first 50 minutes you still didn't know what type of film it was going to be because it starts like the prologue is a black man walking in an upmarket white neighborhood and he gets abducted. So you do have the impression, is this going to be a film about race relations? Mm. Um, is it a thriller? Is it a comedy? And for a long time, it could have been any of those. Yeah. The way it was going. And then we won't say exactly what it was, though. I haven't said that it's all over the place now because it got it was released in America last week and it went straight to number one. Really? 13 million. Oh wow! It's a huge hit. But I mean, it's a gas film. Oh, it's yeah, it's it it's kind of so like it's actually comparing. It's kind of like Train to Busan, where you think it's going to be the whole zombie cliche or whatever, and this yeah. one's going to be that kind of bad. That's going to be cliche of the genre. Yeah, that's going to be just kind of bad horror or whatever, and it's yeah. not. It's actually gas and very very good. So you don't yeah. mind the whole um, concept of it being a bit weird. Well, you it's, just the concept works. It, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a it's an exciting film. Yeah. Like in every aspect of it is entered. And I wouldn't say it ticks the right boxes. Yeah, and I wouldn't say it's horror. It's a, it's very fantasy-ish. Mm. And um, I just... What was I going to say? I actually forgot. I actually think um, that it was more 
thriller than horror. Like it's suspense. Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely that. So it kind of makes you jump in your yeah. seat and it's very adrenaline. That's insane. It covers so many genres. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, it is It is exciting film. Is that what you mean? No, uh, adrenaline inciting. Oh, it, <laughs> that, But it's not adrenaline, It rushes the adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's edge of seat. Yes. Yes, there's a lot of that. And particularly, again, we saw it in Savoy 1, packed yeah. out. And so there's an atmosphere. So yeah. I get it's like so many of these films you watch them on television at home yeah it's entertaining yeah. but this was just full on and yeah. loud and roaring people roaring with laughter and, and you could shock hear yeah gas. you could just hear because I, I kept I was like oh my god oh my god but you're just people saying holy shit yeah. <laughs> 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 fuck because <laughs> they just didn't know what to expect and suddenly this very loud noise or whatever yeah. and you know this thing appears or these people appear it's just so funny <laughs> Well, is it because of the fact it's a completely unprepared audience? Yeah. Because, I mean, the film, the surprise to, um, three years ago was Muppets Most Wanted. So it could be anything. Yeah. And last year it was Whiskey Tango Foxtrot when we were at that. So the audience there is totally unprepared. They're not a f- an audience going in prepared for a horror yeah. film, prepared for a thriller, prepared for a comedy. They're prepared for anything or nothing. And so there could be some people who are there, I don't like this. I don't, as you saw, people yeah. left. Yeah. Now, I didn't see any in the, but I was with, different part of the cinema but um yeah i can imagine some people would be freaked out by it because it was quite well at the start john actually said should we go i said no give it a chance because he didn't know as well it was it was just very weird once they got to the house yeah everything was a bit weird so john was like oh my god this is a very weird film that's what i loved that whole unsettling atmosphere yeah and he was like people are leaving should we go or something i said no give it a chance but he ended up loving it more than i did I said, you see, you have to give yeah, a chance. This is it. You have to stick to the end, um, particularly with something like this, because that, yeah, when they got that, you think it's going to be just a straight drama, as I said, about race relations. And then when everyone is so perfectly politically correct around him, it's very unnerving. Yeah. It's really strange. And you just, you feel, and you identify with him immediately. This is the lead actor. is this black act, black character with a white girlfriend and going to meet the family who are very upper, upper middle class whites. Yeah. And you feel his embarrassment and uncomfortable, that he's uncomfortable. And then he's actually more uncomfortable for different reasons that we find out. And it's just, you, you're with him all the way along. Yeah. And he is, he was, I can't remember the actor, but he's very good. Um, I, th- I think he's relatively he's, unknown. Yeah, he's in uh, Black Mirror, one of the yeah. episodes. I actually remember him from it, which he, which he, I think he does these weird kind of films actually, because mm. even Black Mirror, the episode he was in. Now, uh, Black Mirror isn't uh, related. Each episode is completely different. Yeah, no, it's just, well, I so seen this it, one. So this one was very weird as well. I think it was one of the weirdest ones that kind of made me feel a bit sick. Cool. And he was um, he was very good, and that's why I recognized because he his characteristics are so um, what you call striking, yeah, yeah. That you, I, I'll see what his name is now. John said he was in another film. I can't remember which one. Well, I mean, he does have he does have um, a CV of films anyway, because I did look him up on IMDb at the time, and the director is Jordan Peele. And as soon as that name came up. Um, I just that name is very familiar as well, but I had to, I think he's a he's a writer, com- comic writer. Yeah, he did. By the way, his name is Daniel Kaluuya, I think, and he did Sicario. That's that oh, was the that one. Was it, yeah, yeah, that was the one that. Um, um, Ian Shirley, my friends, Ian Shirley were with me as well, and they said afterwards, yeah, they recognised him from Sicario, and I think John did too. Yeah, Everyone did yeah. except me. You no, know, I'd seen the film. 
So it's coming out. It's due here in March. End of March, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Paddy's Day or something. It's coming out. But it is, as I said, it's out already in America. And so our international audience out there, some of you could see it. Yeah. Which leads me to the next thing I was going to say. I forgot to run this by you, Marina. We have so many listeners from around the world. Like it's gone beyond. Did you forget or did you deliberately not tell me about this? I forgot. Okay. I was going to tell you. Sometimes Mick just comes with these surprises. Yeah. Well, I was just going to, it's not even a big thing. I was going to say, uh, since we had so many listeners from different countries, we wouldn't mind hearing from them. So I was going to reveal our email address if people wanted to contact us and comment on the show. Okay, yeah. Thank you. So we're at Bowlane Productions. It is Bowling Productions, isn't it? Someone's <laughs> the subject, the bloody thing. Yes. Bowlane Bow Lane Productions, B O W. Lane, as in Little Road, <laughs> productions. Dose of road. Yeah. <laughs> At gmail.com. Yes. So we'd love to hear from any of the 50 or plus countries that are listening to us because that's the last time I checked on yeah. SoundCloud. It's 50 countries and it doesn't show you anything. Or more tweet us. Oh, yeah. Follow we us have on a Twitter, fa- we have Facebook. Twitter account. Yeah. And Facebook account. So you can try to find us with Spoilerama Pod yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. If you Google Spoilerama, but you'll find they're linked to both I think yeah so we would love to hear from you and tell us what we're doing wrong and why you listen yeah or what we're doing yeah. right why are you <laughs> listening no, 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 no. we want to encourage them why <laughs> we, we just don't, say a lot of bollocks <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't make it all pointless and then we we, can't, we won't be able to carry on okay good <laughs> okay so that's it Thanks. <laughs> no, so, yeah, we'll finish there with um, the surprise film. And we look forward now to watching Moonlight, which everyone's raving about. So I really hope I like it. Because now I'm scared. Ooh. I'm scared I'm going to be disappointed. You know what I mean? When mm. people rave about well, it too so much. there's so much hype about it. Yeah. And um, like I was with Fences. <laughs> ah, don't, you're not allowed to tell me about Fences yet. I haven't seen it yet. Um, so we're going to discuss Tomato Red. Mm-hmm. and uh, Moonlight next week. So two, one Irish film and the other very important to the, <laughs> the Oscar winner. Yeah, the Oscar winning. The mo- the, probably the most famous Oscar yeah, winner for years to come. polemic film. Absolutely. Um, of the year and as Emma Stone said, of the century or something. Some kind of bollocks like that. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> okay, let's finish. <laughs> let's, uh, if Emma Stone is listening, we wanted you to win that Oscar. I actually did and I was very yeah. happy when she when she won good I almost opened Emma's champagne <laughs> Emma's champagne you, another Emma <laughs> Emma Stone once you almost opened Emma's champagne oh, yeah, you're not yeah. making the link Marina is referring to her mother-in-law yeah uh, I'm joking she didn't really have champagne so, um, I'm just saying that in case she's so listening it's, it's Mrs. Mr. Marina Gorski you're referring to yes okay thanks guys <laughs> for listening I've been Mick Jordan and I've been Marina Gorski woohoo I think I know when to do my woohoo, Mick. You don't need to tell me. I do it every bleeding episode. I wasn't prompting you. Get out of my house. Bye.